You are now listening to the Life in Football podcast. Check out the new website, lifeinfootball.com. Once again, the website is lifeinfootball.com. Thanks for listening. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football. Welcome to the Life in Football podcast, baby. I'm your host, Mike Feet. And this your coach, Colin Moore. You know we loving life and enjoying football. We got a top-notch ball on the line. Representing Gaston County, Florida. Quincy, Florida. Stand up, baby. He goes by the name of LaJavia Turner. Nicknamed Lele. That's what everybody in the hood call him. And that's what all the people who know him call him as well. And family as well. And just to let y'all know, I done watched this young man grow up from a baby to a, a full-grown man and he handling business and he's family to me and you know it's like I was there for him and I just want to see him do good and he actually is doing good right now to this day and he was a part of the South Florida football team now in high school he did his thing at East Gaston High School which is not Gaston kind of high school he played running back and linebacker in middle school, he played running back and linebacker. And he was a dominator, a baller, y'all. I'm telling you, I'll never forget the first time um, when he had told me he wanted to play. I mean, him and his brother were talking about playing football. And, uh, you know, you never know because when kids young and they're at a certain age, you never know who's going to be a baller. I know Simo was telling me this one time about a kid in his class and he was saying, like, oh, I didn't know he was going to be that good. But we don't supposed to know that because all we seeing is a kid. But everybody got a dream. And eventually, one day, everybody grow up to a certain level. And when I saw this young man and his brother, man, they was out there taking over the scene at Shanks Middle School. It used to be a high school, but they were doing their thing in Quincy, Florida, at Shanks Middle, Shanks Middle School. And, um... He was being coached by the great Abdul Howard, who was once a safety at Florida State. And um, he went on to play for Corey Fuller, who was a defensive back at Florida State, who went on to the NFL as well. So that's amazing. He was coached by two pro athletes and two guys who played major college football. Now, Lele was a top-notch baller, like I just said, man. He did his thing in middle school. But then when he went to high school, he did the same thing. It's like he was identical from middle school to high school, running over players, making big-time tackles, him and his brother. And by the way, his brother named DeAnthony Turner. And I just got to say, man, I was so impressed by these young men, and I tried my hardest to get them in school because they deserve it, man. They were some ballers. And they just need a little bit of extra help, which all of us need at times. And, you know, just that support for us 
coming out of, you know, certain areas and just trying to play ball, man, and trying to go live that dream. And like I said, in high school, they were dominating. They were the only school that held um, Derrick Henry to under 100 yards twice in high school. They did it. So without further ado, I'm going to let Simo bring him on. Lele, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How y'all doing? Hey, good, boy. The way Mike done talked about you, boy. You will run through somebody quick, boy. Hey, hey. they put the ball in my hands. <laughs> so, man, I want to know how you ended up at University of South Florida. Because I ended up, too. I didn't want to hear your journey, man, how you actually got there. Man, this it's a long little story. So, uh, like Mike said, he uh he had an opportunity actually came right after high school to go to this JUCO in uh, North Carolina, Lewisburg College. So uh, when I went up there, I was a running back. Coming out of high school, I didn't know what coaches was recruiting me at. I don't know if they was recruiting me on offense or defense, you know. So I'm thinking like a lot of coaches recruit me at running back. So uh, when I went to the JUCO, I was at running back. And I did fairly well. Though I think I worked my way up to like second, third string uh, right before the season was going to start. But I didn't have enough money to stay at school. I needed like two, three thousand more dollars and the loans and stuff just weren't covered. So it wouldn't have been wise for me to stay up there because it would have been like 400 something I would have had to pay a month. And I ain't have it. You know, my mom may have it. So best thing was just to come back to Florida, uh, came back down here. And I saw an opportunity down here in Temple. And it was with this uh, – it's like a prep program. It was named Gattaca, G-A-T-T-A-C-A. And uh, what they was doing is like – it's like a little prep school. Like, we'll be taking classes at Hillsborough Community College and we'll be able to play football. I seen that they had uh, had a couple seasons on their belt. They sent a couple guys to a couple D3 NAIA schools. So I was like – that might be a great opportunity for me to be able to get in school and play some ball. So I came down here in 2016. That program ended up folding, like, right before the season started. I think, like, the head coach had left and went to another school. So that just kind of folded in. So I was just down here in Temple just working all 2016. At that time, I was working, like, at one point in time, I was working three jobs. I was working at Pizza Hut. I was working at Dollar Tree. And then I was working at Walmart. Um. After that, uh, 2017 came rolled roll around. Uh, I had a coach named Coach Facing. Coach Facing, uh, he was a hill sheriff in Quincy. Uh, well, he done retired now. I think he got his own uh barbecue food truck over in Tallahassee, and uh, he bought an opportunity my way with Coach Jimmy Joe. Uh, Coach Joe had just got the head coaching job up in Virginia at Virginia University of Lynchburg. And, you know, they invited me to come up to play for the team. Uh, went up that summer, tried out, made the team, and I was going to be on defense up there. Uh, I was going to be playing, like, this nickel, uh, rover, like the little outside linebacker safety-type position. So up there doing that and, you know, kind of the same thing at Lewisburg. Uh, it's just a lot of money that was going to be required for me to stay up there and try to pursue my dreams of playing college ball, and being in school at the same time, I got a daughter. So at the time, I only had one daughter. Her name is London. London's six years old now. And my dad wasn't really in my life like that. So I was just trying to make sure, like, even though I'm away from home, I'm in a position to 
still be a part of her life, whether that's being able to work and send money back to her mom and them or actually, you know, getting her, taking her to daycare, taking her to school, like really being a staple in her life. So thinking about her just like being being that far away, I need to be able to help and provide in some type of way. So that always influenced my decision too when I was so far away to just go ahead and come back home so that way I don't exhaust all my resources just trying to do one thing and neglecting that responsibility. Yeah, so, man. Yeah, man. You, you know, your kids, you once you bring them into the world, you got to try to they they in your plans. Whatever you're trying to do, you you just include them in your plans naturally. And that's just one thing that's real, real big with me, making sure I'm able to take care of them. And came back down here in 2017. I uh went to Gainesville. I was in Gainesville, had a girlfriend in Gainesville at the time. So I went to Gainesville and I was like, you know what? I'm chasing a scholarship. I'm trying to use this film from high school. I'm doing all this and that. What I need to do is get in school, get an AA degree, and then at that point, I'm in a position to just choose what university at whatever level I can go to and have the best opportunity to play. So I enrolled in Santa Fe College in Gainesville in 2018. I got my AA degree, graduated in December of 2019, and at the time, I was expecting my second kid. Well, my second kid had just been born. Her name is Jasmine. She was born in July 23rd of 20, uh, 2018. So 2019 rolled around. It's time for me to graduate. And I'm like, okay, so where am I going? Am I going back to Quincy, Tallahassee to be around London? Or am I going to Temple to be with Jasmine now? And I thought Temple was the best spot because London knew me. I done been in her life and stuff like that. So Jasmine. With her being so young, she wasn't even one at the time. I was like, it'll probably be wise to come on the temple so that way I can help her mom out a little bit and, you know, be in her life and help raise her a little bit because her mom grew up in foster care and stuff like that too. And she don't have a whole lot of relationships uh, within her family and stuff. Uh, a lot of that stuff getting repaired on her side. So I think it was just the best opportunity to come down here. I was able to get in school, have an opportunity to play football, and uh, be a dad. So when I got down here 2020, uh, the pandemic happened. I had something to film to the coaches. I was uh, at them on Twitter. I was working at Coke at the time. So I'll go to work in the morning around 3 or 4 a.m. in the morning. And uh, at that time, I was like, I was just trying to figure out a strategy of being able to get their attention. Because in high school, I was sending out like uh, about 30, 40 emails a day to each coach on the coaching staff or schools that I'm trying to go to. And I'm like, I ain't, I heard back from a couple people, but they wanted to know uh, eligibility stuff. They wanted me to fly out to try out and stuff like that. I just ain't had the money to do it. So I'm like, what's a different strategy that I got to follow in 2020 that differentiate myself? And I figured out, like, a lot of times people just be up at 12, 1, 2 in the morning just scrolling, you know? So I said, you know, I get their attention on Twitter. So as I'm getting ready to go to work before I clock in, I'll at the position coaches, the defensive coordinator, the safety coach who was coach neighbors at the time, and I at the head coach. I at them like every morning with my film. And I eventually heard back from them and they told me to try a date for the walk-ons, but it got canceled. So once it got it got canceled because of COVID. 
So once it got canceled, you know, I thought that was going to be the end of the roach. But July rolled around, and then they invited me to join the team, and that's how I was able to get him. Man, boy, you on the grind. You on a mission. Yeah, I man. appreciate that, boy. It's you all about crazy. What's you up? I ended up in South Florida. I had 43, and I played D2, so it's just funny. Like, we got different stories. Yeah. And what's crazy was that's when I was not said, man, I ain't know. It wasn't even what I expected. You know, D1 was good. It, I'm out here with the boys in this D1. So this is what it's all cracked up to be like. Mm-hmm. It was just, it hit me. I'm out here like, did it catch you like that, man? Yeah, it was like that every day. Like every day, I was walking. You know, we walked down a little ramp, going to practice, and the sun just gleaming. I'm just like, dang, I'm here. I got the opportunity, and it'll make me smile a little bit. So, Lele, I gotta ask you, man, because I know you was a part of the South Florida team, but I think you recently just, you know, kind of had to step away from the team. Could you let everybody know, like, you know, the reason why? Yeah, so I just stepped away from the team like uh, two and a half weeks ago because I was uh, I started working in August and I work at Flying J's. I'm an overnight manager at Pilot Flying J. For the people that don't know, it's a uh, it's just a truck stop just like Loves and uh, Busy Bee. So I'm an overnight manager there. I work from ten to six. So when I get off at six, I was a part of the workout group that worked out at six thirty. So me getting off at six, sometimes I have to take my daughter to daycare. When I ain't got to take her to daycare, I'll be showing up to practice and I'll lift weights, like right after work. I'll lift weights, get my workout in, eat breakfast, then we got team meetings, and then we got practice. And practice get out around 11, 30, 12 sometimes. After practice, I have like an hour, 30 minutes to relax or take a nap. Then I have one class on some days from two to three, and then I have to come back out to the school. If I miss that morning workout, I have to come back at four or five for one of those workout sessions. And then I have a class from 6.30 to 9.15. And then, like I said, I have work from 10 to 6. So it's like I work Sunday through Thursday. And um, it just started taking a toll on me. I started losing weight a little bit. Um, grades was uh, reflecting how much I'm not sleeping and stuff like that. And, I think it was just best for me to quit while I was ahead. See, because I'm taking my last five classes now. So it's like, it's no real room for error to fail a class because some of them, you got to have a C or higher. Like, we, our greatest scale is a, it goes from like F to D minus D, D plus, C minus C, C plus, like that. And you can't get no C minus to pass a class in a couple of the classes. I mean, you got to get a C or higher. And yeah, it was just, it was just a little too risky to be doing at this point in time. So I thought while I was ahead and got time to recover my grades, I said just go ahead and step away from the team. Now, go ahead and graduate. And then I got another year eligibility left. So next year, if an opportunity come, I can, you know, take that opportunity. Well, man, hey, I love that, man. And I just want to know, you know, what you getting your degree in and uh, what you plan on doing? For you know, which degree? 
so my degree is interdisciplinary social science, and it's a it's like a degree with two concentrations. My concentrations is economics and communication, and I'm getting a minor in entrepreneurship. My end goal is to eventually open up a business. Um, until then, I want to work as like a business consultant, like improving business processes, uh, product innovation, stuff like that. Like that's what really sparked my interest. Hey, what you were thinking that time when I uh, cause y'all was still in school. I think y'all was in middle school probably. When I came home, man, I gave y'all a box full of stuff, man. Remember that? I gave the cleats, the gloves, everything. Like, what y'all were thinking when I came over there with all that stuff that day? Man, first it was like, dang, they used to get all this stuff in college. Because, like, you know, and it's crazy. Me and my brother only ever had one brand new pair of cleats. And that was my sixth grade, his seventh grade year in middle school. But they was the little rubber land sharks. And, you know, them cleats on so when you bought a box, so that, that's like open our eyes to like what really happens in college. Cause you know, we came to Auntie Judah house all the time, saw your jersey, saw your helmet, saw your other accolades and stuff like that. And it's like, dang. And then like that just really, it, it really opened our eyes to like how much stuff you're going to get once you get to college. And then the cleats, we needed them because I know I ended up wearing a pair of my eighth grade year in middle school. And then even when I went into East Gaston and was working out over that summer, it was still like three more pairs that we had to wear. And we wore them, I want to say, all over to the beginning of my sophomore year. And then we ended up getting like stuff from teammates and stuff. Because we ended up wearing them out. We ended up splitting them and stuff like that. But, man, it was, we need, it, it was a blessing that we didn't even know we needed. Yeah, boy. So, and it, it, it just, you know, I wanted y'all to win so bad, man, because I saw y'all trying. You know what I'm saying? You and your brother. And y'all good y'all good kids, too. You know what I'm saying? That one thing I respect about y'all. It wasn't a lot of foolishness. And y'all really want to try to do y'all thing and ball. And I respect what you said about, you know, trying to, what you're trying to do for your kids and, you know, you know, your aspirations of getting this degree as well. And, you know, it's, it's a thing of just being a man and taking ownership and accountability and moving forward with your life and I love that you know that you're doing that as well so man if you could my last question gonna be you know what's your look look at it when you look back at some some things you did in high school or certain things because for me it was you know trying to get y'all to a certain place like even when you called me about you needed the money to, to get on the bus or get up there to the school, to the junior college. Yeah, yeah. You know, man, I think about it all the time. It wasn't even no question. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you asked me, bam, shot that. So mm -hmm. just, just give me some of your thoughts when you look back now and you look forward because you're doing good. I don't think you're doing bad now, you know, because I know you like, dog, I want, really want that that chance to play college ball. But what's your thoughts when you you looking at everything, you know, like far as from high school and trying to go to college and, and, you know, moving forward? Man, everything is a process and you, you, you can't cheat it. Like you can't cheat no processes. And like, so football, you know, you hear it all the time. Football, one of the greatest sports out there. And in football, there's three phases. It's offense, defense, and there's special teams, you know. 
And as a student athlete, when I think back on it, you know, I, I was hitting on a couple phases. I wasn't hitting on all three phases. You know, if you hit on all three phases, you bound to win a game at some point, you know. Um, as a student athlete, you got your personal life, your personal image, like how people see you in the community, what you do in the community. Then you got the student, how the teachers see you, how you is around the school environment and stuff like that. And then you got your own field, like practice, games and stuff like that. So when I look back on it, you know, just looking at all three phases, I think I could have done better as a student. And taking that and moving forward in life, you know, you'll end up having a marriage, uh, kids, uh, a career and stuff like that. So it's like you want to hit on all them phases. You don't just want to do good on one and just think everything good, everything going to be all right. And then another thing is just preparation. You know, preparation, you eventually uh, meet opportunities and just always making sure I know where I'm headed, making sure I got a plan, sticking through that plan. Like, I can't get to where I'm going without going through what I'm going through now. So just making sure I stay level-headed, stay motivated, and keep my plan together. And, you know what I'm saying, everything, everything going to fall in place. Well, y'all, that's the story of LaJavia Turner, man. I'm so proud of him to see the man that he has become today. And, you know, I just want to say, you know, I love you, man, and keep doing your thing. And what's crazy, I didn't even know y'all needed them cleats like that when I bought them over there that day in the gloves and all that. I just was showing love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and they show you how God works. And it's a lot of things that people should do anyway, just be generous and make sure you're looking out for everybody, not just, you know, people you want something from, but just look out for people you know you care about and the ones you want to do good and the ones you just want to do better. But, uh, man, I just I got to say it again. You know, I'm proud of you and your brother. Shout out to your mama and your grandma. You know, his, his grandma and my auntie, my auntie Nita, and his mama and my cousin, Candy. We call her Candy. But uh, her name is actually Aquiano. <laughs> but uh, so, you know, it's just, I got love for them. You know, his mama, his grandmama, his brothers, his sister, you know, they, you know, they, they real family, real family to me. So, you know, I just got to say a shout out to all y'all. And, man, keep doing your thing. I'm so proud of you, man. You know, you, you done fought through a lot. And when you talk about your daddy, you know, you know, I know you went through a lot with him. But, yeah. You're going to be the example in the leadership that you need to be for your family. Just know that, you know, you're going to be the man. you already taking strides, too. You know, I always take care of your two daughters. And I know your brother doing the same thing with his. So, you know, y'all just keep doing it, man, because y'all already, you know, changing the circle. All the circumstances that, you know, y'all went through. And I know your mama proud of you, too. And I'm going to leave y'all. I always leave y'all. Keep your head up. And not down, I guess you'll fall to the ground. It's the Life and Football Podcast. Catch you next time. Yes, sir.
This is a new day to try to get right This is a new day to get on track Yeah, that's life in football This is a new day to live your life This is a new day to try to get right This is a new day to get on track Yeah, that's life in football It's life in football